Story with David Cuthbertson. This isn't how the story ends, my friends, it's just a fork along the road. Say your prayers, save your amens You've come this far, but you're still far from home Don't say goodbye, just say farewell Write every line you'll live to tell Hold your head high like Harry Give him hell As the night ignites the day Make some memories along the way Write your song, sing Each step of the way Make this the best of the rest of your days Start your revolution And I see you at the reunion Some friends will go and some will stay Okay, some last the chapter, some will page Some love comes disguises lust But you'll find love when you find trust One day Do better than our parents did Imperfect husband, wife and kids Go try your course and turn it upside down Go live your life, eyes open wide Who's to say what's wrong or right? Right? Write your song, sing Step of the way Make this the best Of the rest of your days Start your revolution And I see you at the reunion
This isn't how the story ends, my friends. It's just a fork along the road. Kicking off, telling your story with Bon Jovi and Reunion. Quite an outfit because we're talking in particular about school reunions. And a familiar voice to telling your story will be telling their story about putting on a school reunion. So stay with us and enjoy the next track, which is probably a school disco hit around the time when this person and their classmates were at school together. It's Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes and The Love I Lost. Oh, 
for listening to Telling Your Story on this Sunday afternoon. Uh, my name is David and I'm joined by someone you might recognise from the Telling Your Story team. It is Joy. Hello, Joy. Hello, David. Thank you very much for inviting me on your show today. It's been an absolute pleasure. Um, we're going to be, you're going to be telling us a story about a school reunion uh, that you recently organised. So that will be quite interesting. Uh, hopefully I'll not give too much away about your age. <laughs> uh, I think it'll be hard to do that, to, to keep that hidden, actually. <laughs> but I appreciate the, the attempt. <laughs> I do understand that there's been a lot of planning and effort and quite a lot of different emotions that went into that. So we'll start off with, go back to, we'll go back to the very start. Where did the idea come about that you wanted to organise a school reunion? Well, the, the idea came from two of my former classmates who have stayed friends all these years. Um, and it was last October. Uh, typically, it was uh, on a night out. <laughs> and they just started chatting because we all turned a particular age this year. And it's quite a, a significant age. Um, uh, so, yeah, it was Jackie. I'll put the finger towards Jackie. <laughs> she came up with the idea and got the ball rolling and, and it's been busy ever since. Uh, and from there, um, the, the other classmate, Sandra, we've been friends on Facebook for the last few years, but we haven't actually seen each other since, um, you know, the early 80s. Um, she got in touch with me and asked if I'd like to be involved. And then a fourth person, uh, Mary, I, again, I, well, I actually have bumped into her once uh, in Glasgow about 20 years ago as it happens. But again, I haven't seen her since school days. But the four of us together created a steering group. And um, with the first couple of meetings, well, from a practical point of view, the first couple of meetings um, were very much like, you know, what is possible and what can we do? Do we know what we're doing? And, and so on. But actually, uh, the emotions of it started very, very quickly. Um, so the first couple of days after Sandra had got in touch with me and got me on board, uh, I started helping with a bit of, you know, researching and Miss, Miss Marpling on Facebook and LinkedIn. And I started to find people and see some of their stories about, you know, what they were doing now and got in touch with them. And when they started getting back to me, and they were, it was all very positive things they were saying. They really liked this idea. It was just, it was quite overwhelming. You know, these these individuals who, um, for many of them, I hadn't seen since primary seven, who were 11, and going on, maybe going on 12. Um, and, you know, all gone different ways. But these... I mean, these were children when I saw them. <laughs> and when I was getting in touch with them and trying to compare the photos on their LinkedIn or their Facebook with the school photos that we have, um, it was it was thought-provoking. It was really thought-provoking, you know, seeing how a small child turns into a 60-year-old adult. Um, yeah, that, that was... As you, as you can imagine, it was the connection was emotional, but also the reflections about it, whether that's, you know, my own um, 
position in life at the moment, what I'd been through, and uh, you know, just what it all means turning a significant age like that. Yeah, so it was emotional for all of us. It was quite overwhelming when people started getting back in touch. Tell us a little bit more about what the steps were on to organising such uh, a reunion, given the fact that there was so many, there was probably people that at this point you hadn't heard back from or still hadn't found. It turned into a lot of work, which was which was great uh, because the more success we had, the more work that it generated. Um, but we we had to look at the different steps uh, that we wanted to take with this, and clearly the first thing to do was try and track people down. Um, and the way that the school was organised, the in each year in primary school, it was actually two classes, but they, they worked together quite a lot. Um, and there was some, uh, you know, movement from one class to the other over the years. So really at any one time, there were two classes of about 25 people and we, we all knew each other. And over the seven years, there was some coming and going. I mean, I didn't move to Helensboro uh, until 1969. I think it was... Um, halfway through P4. So I didn't know anyone who'd been at Hermitage Primary in Helensborough, P1 to 3, and moved on. Um, and quite a few people were in that kind of position. Uh, Helensborough is a, a, a Navy town as well, so there were quite a lot of Navy families who came and went. So potentially, we realised there could be you know, anything between 7 to 8 to even 90 children our age, who at some point spent some time um, at Hermitage Primary. So once we realised that we were, we were all going to um, be able to help with the research, because some people had kept in touch with folk or linked up with them in Facebook and whatnot, uh, we also then started to look at what actually we were working towards. And I was... I was delighted, actually, that this gave me an opportunity to use the skills I've been developing and using for the last, you know, um, 20 years or whatever. So project management, um, event organising, engagement and so on. And what we ended up with was an engagement programme where we set up a WhatsApp group, uh, a Flickr group and an email distribution group. And... That meant that as people came on board, we were able to involve them and create the sense of a group while we were still waiting for other people to come on board. Uh, and I kind of knew that if we didn't do that, we'd probably lose them. So we came up with um, activities, uh, online quizzes about Helensborough, about you know the decades that uh, we were at school together and so on. Um, and we, we did that every every few weeks on on WhatsApp. We we shared some stories, we shared photos and um, you know photos of class and photos of where we are now on our Flickr group, and we kept um, uh, you know some updates uh, going to people who for whatever reason weren't on either of those, maybe didn't want to be on those. Um, we we kept them up to date through emails. And then what we did was uh, start to look at budgets because um, this wasn't going to be cheap. Um, and I happened to have experience or certainly some training around uh, crowdfunding. Uh, so we set up a, a Just Giving uh, page 
uh, worked out a budget, um, created a target and whatnot. And then we were really set to go. Uh, and I, I contacted the Helmsborough advertiser, uh, one of the reporters there, and sent them a press release, uh, asked if they would like to cover it, and they said they'd be delighted. So it ended up in the Helmsborough advertiser as well. <laughs> Pictures of, of us as um, small children, and um, some of us include myself as we are now. <laughs> uh, and we got a little bit of um, response to that, which was, which was lovely. Uh, including some people that maybe weren't in our year, but, um, you know, I hadn't seen them for 50 years. So it, was, it, it created these connections, even, even beyond what we originally planned. And that all led up to uh, the, the face-to-face weekend event. A long, long time ago I can still remember how that music used to make me smile And I knew if I had my chance That I could make those people dance And maybe they'd be happy for a while But February made me shiver With every paper I'd deliver Bad news on the doorstep I couldn't take one more step I can't remember if I cried When I read about his widowed bride But something touched me deep inside The day the music died So bye-bye, Miss American Pie Drove my Chevy to the levee, but the levee was dry And them good old boys were drinking whiskey and rye Singing, this'll be the day that I die This'll be the day that I die Did you write the book of love and do Just to say 
justice stole his thorny crown The courtroom was adjourned Before we go on to the face to face, when you were doing the the WhatsApp group, the online quizzes, uh, sharing photos through Flickr, did that make people feel a bit more comfortable with each other, leading up to the the big face to face reunion? Absolutely, that's why that that is why we did it. We 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 knew that if we were overwhelmed when we made that first contact, it would be even more overwhelming for face-to-face contact, and if we felt it, other people would feel it too. And we didn't want the, the event just to be, um, you know, a, a kind of <laughs> cry-fest sort of idea. <laughs> we just greeted it all. Um, so that was one of the reasons we did it, and, and it, it worked. So as people came on board, uh, there would be chats about, and how are you, and what have you been doing, and so on. So quite quite a lot of the the facts about a person's life would be shared pretty quickly, um, and yeah. once once that was out of the way, then actually what we were doing is we were picking up in the relationships, um, and all, it, it it was fascinating to watch actually because uh, even on the likes of WhatsApp you don't have people's faces there, their personalities were were coming through and what they were sharing and how they were talking and so on. And in many cases, and the personalities hadn't changed that much. You know, people who we remember having a dry sense of humour in primary school still have a dry sense of humour <laughs> as, <laughs> as um, you know, middle-aged adults. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that, that was fantastic. So, I, actually, we, we moved um, towards the, the face-to-face weekend Already, I would say, as a kind of almost cohesive group of people who um, had already started, uh, you know, sharing stories about their life and sharing their feelings and, you know, reconnecting and and so on. Um, Yeah, yeah, it worked. Yeah. Then just uh, talking uh, you personally, uh, being involved with organising in the practical sense. how did you feel when you were uh, so heavily involved at, at, at getting this set up, getting it all up and running? I mean, I really appreciated the opportunity to do it for a number of reasons and I enjoyed doing it for a number of reasons. Um, uh, what, one of them is that I quite like having a hands-on involvement in, in things. Um, I'm I'm more practical and logical and uh you know, come up with ideas and stuff like that, rather than on the social side of things. So the, the steering group makeup worked quite well for that because you had a couple of people incredibly chatty and really good at getting conversation going. 
Um, and there was me and, and one other who perhaps preferred, you know, the sort of organising side of things. And, and me particularly, yeah, I, I mean, I really enjoy that. Uh, you know, I'm, I enjoy doing planning and, um, you know, developing ideas and seeing them come to fruition. So I really like that. And I also, uh, certainly when I was reflecting back on it, for me, it was I was able to actually demonstrate what I've been doing over the past couple of decades or, or more, rather than just tell people this is what I've been doing. I was actually able to put it into practice, and it was lovely actually because um, when we all did meet up, you know, people were asking me, oh, "Do you do conference organising? Have you been?" Do you like do project management as well, once or twice? And they say, yeah, it shows. This is amazing. Even down to little details. Like, <laughs> and we gave out party bags as as you get at kids' parties these days. And one of the things we put inside them, now this is an age test to the listeners, because one of the things we put inside was a little triangular carton of milk. Uh, now these days you get you get them for like lacto-free milk. Um, so the tiny little individual portions, but the relevance of that is way back in the days um, before our milk was snatched away from us. <laughs> uh, we it, all the kids at school um, had these triangular cartons of milk to drink at playtime every day, and there's quite a few kind of um, common perceptions of it. One is that it was always warm milk. <laughs> Lots of people were put off drinking milk because it was always put near the radiator. Um, and the other is that it was always really difficult to get the straw in the, the corner or tear the corner off. Uh, yeah, it was... But there were there were lots of other good stories about it as well. But those little details make make a difference because every one of them has a memory attached to it. Every one of them is a connection. It's a shared experience. It's also it's um, of its time, you know, because uh, children don't get free milk at school anymore, but we did, you know. So it was it was very much um, a sort of uh, you know, current affairs issue, if you like, way back in the. Uh, the late 60s, early 70s. So, yes, it was. I, I appreciated the opportunity to be able to do all of that.
take my advice. If you love someone, don't think twice. Moving on to actually the on the, the day of the reunion itself, how were you feeling as people were starting to uh, come along after all this planning? When I was getting ready in the morning, getting set to, to leave, I already became really overwhelmed and quite anxious. Uh, I think I'd just been not, not actively suppressing how, how I was feeling, but certain aspects of it, I didn't, I didn't, want to feel um, anxious in the run-up to it uh, about you know whether it was going to work and how people were going to respond to it I, I didn't want to feel like that I just wanted to feel the um, the, the sort of pleasure of um, things working well but on the morning it's like oh no what if it doesn't go well <laughs> I, 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 yeah I spent a bit of time drinking more and more coffee and um, starting to panic a little bit and uh, yeah what, what that built up to was when I arrived at the hall to set up the, the PowerPoint presentation and the video that we had I, I, it's probably the nearest uh, panic attack I've had for um, a number of years and I used to get panic attacks I know what they feel like um, and this was just this, this was just horrendous you know I was speaking to the, the hall caretaker about wires for the the laptop and so on and I could feel it happening to me um sweating and, and thought oh no no we've got this far I don't want to have to you know sort of walk away now that we're here um but yeah I, I managed to put some self-management coping strategies into place and um got through that and was was okay. I was fine by the time other people uh, started arriving. And when they did, it was really quite strange because um, we would see them coming in the front door and they would be looking slightly apprehensive because they didn't really know what to expect. And we had this kind of guessing game of, you know, who are they? Can, can we guess who they are? And all but a couple we recognised very easily. Um, and even the, the, the couple of people that, we didn't recognise quite so easily. It didn't take long for us to to, to place them. And, and after speaking, even just for a few minutes, what we realised is when when you look at someone's face, when you look into their eyes, when you see them, um, you know, their face actually moving and breaking into a smile and the way they laugh, the way they talk, the way their eyes move, everything, the essence never leaves you. You know, no matter about the, the grey or absent hair or the wrinkles or anything like that, that just it always fades into peripheral vision after a while because um, the essence of, of that person, you know, has, has always been there and always, you know, hopefully will be. Um, yeah, that was quite fascinating. I, I would say 
because yeah. most of us had been talking over the WhatsApp groups and whatnot um, for nearly four months, uh, that this wasn't the the first hello in fifty years. It was just the first time we were actually able to hug in fifty years, uh, and yeah. that was emotional. And everybody was hugging. <laughs> everybody. <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, even with thought the one uh, anybody that wasn't involved in the WhatsApp groups or anything like that, and this was a first time appearing, how did you find it was when you were starting to chat to them? Uh, was it like as if you'd just picked up where you'd left off all those years ago, or was there that sort of awkwardness in terms of conversation? Uh, well, we'd had some kind of um, conversation with everyone, even if it was uh, at first contact. You know, we we got we got through a few, um, if if you like, sort of standard questions. You know, where do you live? You know that kind of thing. We'd already done that, even with the ones that hadn't maybe engaged in WhatsApp groups. So it it wasn't completely fresh. Um, but it isn't. It's a really interesting question, David, because every time we made that contact with somebody over the four months, even if it was, you know, a, a LinkedIn message saying. <laughs> There's a standard approach of, um, I don't know if you remember me, and I apologise for taking up your time if you're not the ABC that, that I used to walk to school with, but are you? <laughs> um, and, it, you know, we did approach some people that weren't those people. <laughs> um, yeah, so back to uh, your question um, for on the day. there's a couple of interesting uh, aspects of that really because one is uh, the afternoon activity was the afternoon session was in the local Victoria Halls where you know we all used that at different times for dancing competitions or um, you know under 18s discos or theatre group or coffee mornings or you know whatever so we all knew that hall well and that was going to be a structured two-hour session. And um, the, there were times where, um, like the quiz, we, we dropped that. We just didn't have time. We, everyone was chatting and picking up where they left off. Uh, but what we did do <laughs> is a, a quite a nice touch. Um, when we wanted people's attention to move them on to another activity or circulate or show a video or whatever, we, we got a school bell. We rang the school bell. <laughs> And I was the lucky person at the front. I was emceeing it. I was the lucky person to get to run, <laughs> ring the school bell. That was a lot of fun. Uh, the evening session, uh, we had dinner in the local um, hotel. Uh, again, lots of us who perhaps stayed in Helmsburg beyond the age of 18 uh, were familiar with that hotel. So it was quite nice to be there. And that, that, that wasn't a, a structured um, evening at all. Uh, that was just people sitting, sitting in the pub, basically, with their pals. <laughs> it just so happened that it was a, a group of 25, 60-year-olds, many of whom hadn't seen each other for 50 years. Um, so, yeah, that was... Uh, it, it, it was less emotional and just, just fun. This might come as a surprise, but we have a song that you and your classmates 
performed um, around about this uh, the time when you were in primary seven. So what we'll do, we can hear that and then we can come back and we can talk about how it felt when that was played at the at the reunion. This is a Cam Glenn Radio. This is, you're listening to Telling Your Story. My name is David, and we have a very own Joy with us this afternoon, who's telling us about the story of organising a school reunion. And we just heard, I didn't know this, Joy, that you were a, a, a singing sensation back in the 1970s, along with the rest of your classmates. And I do understand that the piece of music we just heard was actually played along with some photographs on the at the union, how did that feel watching that and hearing that back after all those years? Oh, it was um, that was really emotional. It was one of the most emotional points of the, the afternoon for me, and before and after when I was listening to it again, um, because uh, for for a couple of reasons. I, I mean, yes, at school I was very musical and I was in the school choir and whatnot. Um, <laughs> won a Burns singing competition and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So uh, from that point of view, um, it was quite close to my heart. Uh, this particular um, video and rendition that we, we played on the day uh, was organised by one of our group 
who went on to be a school teacher at that school. And she very recently retired, um, but was able to uh, organise for the current P7 class to sing this school song for us and record it for us. Um, and the, you know, from, from a kind of cross-generational perspective, from a philosophical perspective, I mean, it, it, was, it was extraordinary because there was the current P7s singing the school song for this group of people who, um, you know, haven't in many cases seen each other since we were, we certainly weren't all together as a group since we were in P7 nearly 50 years ago. Um, and, you know, we were watching this and listening to this, knowing that those P7s, the ones that are 11 now, were going to be in our position in 50 years. It was, yeah, it was, it was thought-provoking. It was um, heartwarming. Uh, it was tear jerking. <laughs> um, there was a couple of lines in it that particularly got me. I wouldn't obviously sing it. I'm not going to give you all the words, but there was a couple of lines. Um, it says, here by river and mountain surrounded is the school that our forefathers founded. Not yet is the end of the story, be it ours to embellish a page as a witness once more to its glory in the book of our school hermitage. And that that just that summed up a lot for me because we're we were all writing a page when we were at school. We're all part. We all have our own stories uh, and our own parts in it, but we're all part of a similar story that continues, started before us, goes on after us. Um, and yeah, that you know, and and obviously I have this connection to. Uh, a, a radio show called Telling Your Story. So, it, it, you know, it kind of came to a head in terms of emotion for me when when I was realising all of that and uh, how, how poignant and relevant that was. Well, we're going to now look at the sort of aftermath of the reunion. Um, so how was, how, how were your emotions, your feelings after it all came to an end? Oh, by the end of the night, I was exhausted. <laughs> that was the, the predominant feeling for me. I was absolutely exhausted. Um, and I wasn't, I wasn't the only one. Um, but yeah, well, what that meant was that you know, it, was, it was an early night for me, really. <laughs> and, uh, but what we already knew, uh, and it did come to pass, was it wasn't going to end that day. You know, we'd, we'd started something that was going to continue and that was always my hope that actually the reunion wasn't going to be just a date in February um, that it was going to be a, a you know a, a longer term reunion that you know it, it became exactly that it was reconnecting and um, rebuilding and further developing relationships and it will be ongoing it, it can't stop now uh, in terms of the organization of it um, the steering group are meeting next week to have a kind of debrief and see where we want to go from there. And we'll probably uh, start handing over um, organisation of the, the next get-together to an, another group of folk. But meanwhile, we'll, we'll keep the WhatsApp group going and um, you know people have already started 
you're wanting quizzes, live quizzes, and offering to uh, you know take a take a shot at coming up with quiz questions. So it, it really has developed into um, quite a cohesive group that see themselves, you know, staying together for quite some time. And for me, emotionally, um, this oh this levels of personal satisfaction that comes from that because actually this is what I was hoping would happen um, so it worked I'm just so delighted at that uh, it also you know gives me pause for thought about um, relationships and uh, you know how how friendships develop and um, uh, you know, so so easily get back together, um, even with this sort of you know break of decades where we've just had no contact whatsoever. The fact is, if there's a, a strong relationship there in the first place, or a strong connection, even if you're not necessarily you know the busy mates in, in primary five. There's that strong connection. Um, it's so easy to pick it up again. And it's that's precious. That's absolutely precious. And so it has made me think about, uh, you know, friendships and relationships and what connection means and, um, you know, what, what having things in common means as well. It's, yeah, it's, it's, a, different, it's a different version of community. You know, it's is not place based now, <laughs> although it was <laughs> way back in Helmsburg. Um, but the the strength now is the, the connection between the people who have all gone different ways. I mean, one person. Oh yes, I meant I meant to say that because some people couldn't be with us face to face in the weekend. We set up a, a Zoom link as well. Uh, to engage people from um, yeah other parts of the country or or that that couldn't take part, uh, and some people used it and some people didn't, but it, it was lovely to make those connections and see people come on the screen um, that otherwise couldn't be there. But as as a class, uh, some you know there's a couple of people in America. Canada, someone in Australia, someone who actually made it to the weekend is normally based in Switzerland. <laughs> so, you know, we've we've all gone very different places, but as people, we've still got that connection. Yeah. So finally, if there's anyone in, uh, listening today that's thinking about their own school reunion, what would you advise them to do? Oh, do it. Absolutely do it. It's well worth it. Um, for you know, for, for all the for all the positives, for all the challenges, um, for all the negatives. Um, and there there were some. I mean, we there were there were people that didn't get back just and we don't know why. We don't know if they're still with us or if they've passed away. We identified some people that absolutely we know have passed away, and that's sad. Um, but this gave us an opportunity to remember them. So you know, uh, it's, it's not all happy, happy, fun, fun, but it's well worth doing. Um, and aim for something that's, uh, you know, about quality connection rather than, you know, and what, what we didn't want to end up with was a kind of, you know, high school reunion feel. Um, 
which can be quite competitive and, well, this is how much I earn and, and, and all of that. We really didn't want that. We wanted something that was genuine and, and quality connections. And that's why we did the the, the, the engagement over over those months. It's hard work, but if you've got the determination um, and the heart to do it, then yes, definitely do it. You won't, you won't regret it. As far as I know, I think uh, locally we do have one for Rutherglen Academy, which then subsequently became Stonewall High School. But I'm not aware of there being a Rutherglen High reunion, and in the high schools are Rutherglen, Stonewall, or Kafkin reunion, and I'm certainly not aware of any primary schools. So uh, hopefully this has inspired uh, you, if you're a pupil in any of the schools in the local area, to have a think about maybe doing a, doing a reunion. Who knows what connections could be re-established. I, I would hope so. I mean, you, you don't hear of primary schools um, having reunions very often. It is mostly the high schools. Yeah. Um, but there's there's something quite, there, there's something extra special about reconnecting with people who were children at the same time as you, who helped shape, you know, your your personalities and your early thoughts and your opinions and perceptions of the world and together you started you know exploring the world outside your own garden your own street you know um yeah we were hugely influential in each other's lives at an early age and i think that's what made it special thanks very much for talking to us about your uh, story of organizing a school reunion hopefully it's inspired people to have a think about setting one up themselves, maybe another group of people that's now remained in touch for so many years. Um, hopefully uh, we might see some positive and more local reunions in the Cam Glen area. Thanks again for your time, Joy. Thank you, David.
Cam Glen Radio, community announcements. Utong Peer is a peer education service offering accredited courses, skills and expertise while learning about the dangers of drugs and alcohol and to get involved in your local community. Courses run across South Lanarkshire. To find out more about courses, call 0141 353 1800 or email u-turn at the gca.org.uk or you can also find U-Turn on social media. South Lanarkshire Youth, Family and Learning Services are continuing to run their adult literacy and numeracy classes accredited by the SQA. If you feel you need to boost your skills, you can call 01698 452154 or email slcboost at glow.sch.uk. And finally, do you like bingo and want to get fit? In Body Boost Bingo, the familiar rhyming bingo calls are linked to a movement. For example, number 10 is Let's Twist Again. Players are invited to join in doing the movements along to a fun music score. There are 30 numbers and movements that could be called. First to get a line is a winner. Come along and join the fun. The classes take place in number 18 venue on Farmlone Road every Thursday from 1pm. To book, go to healthyandhappy.org.uk. I'm David Cuthbertson and that's your community announcements on Cam Glen Radio. If you have an event or activity happening in Rutherglen or Cambus Lang, let us know. Email whatson at camglenradio.org or for more events in your community, visit camglenradio.org slash local. There's no point in regret I move on, I forget Say we must, fail we may Or the snake eats its tail I keep reaching for the Reaching for the sun Tides that washed me up 
take 